Hi, I'm James Dickey, Senior Trial Counsel for the Upper Midwest Law Center, a Minnesota nonprofit public interest law firm that fights for liberty and the rule of law. Welcome back to Minnesota Law Weekly, where Doug Seaton and I update you on important developments on legal issues in Minnesota. Today, we are talking about some recent victories for our clients in two cases. Our successful challenge to the United States Department of Agriculture's racist farm loan forgiveness program, and our first victory of what we hope to be many in our challenge to the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency's illegal California car rules. Last year, the Upper Midwest Law Center sued the Federal Secretary of Agriculture in a lawsuit called Neust versus Vilsack because Congress passed and President Biden signed the so-called American Rescue Plan Act, which instructed the Department of Agriculture to spend $5 billion for giving farm loans based solely on race. In short, any minority farmer could get loan forgiveness. And if you were a white farmer going through tough times, too bad, you could not apply. Giving out money to people based only on their race violates the Equal Protection Clause of the U.S. Constitution. It is racist, it is immoral, and it's illegal. So we sued on behalf of several white farmers who were discriminated against because of the law. Federal courts across the country immediately agreed with our point of view and stopped the illegal plan. And a class action was even certified in Texas of all farmers denied loan forgiveness because of their race. But as the lawsuits proceeded, very likely to victory for our side of the case, Congress recognized that their racist law would be finally struck down in the end. So they admitted their defeat and delivered us a victory by repealing the race-based farm loan forgiveness scheme. In the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, they replaced the former policy with a new one, that only allows loan forgiveness if the farmer, him or herself, has experienced actual discrimination by the USDA. This, of course, raises a whole new set of questions. The most important being, how will the USDA decide what actual discrimination looks like and who has experienced it? We are very concerned that those who wrongly believe that systemic discrimination and systemic racism have led to different economic outcomes for minority farmers will simply use the new language as a code for whites need not apply. We will closely monitor the situation and will be submitting FOIA requests to keep tabs on the federal government. Let's talk now about our lawsuit on behalf of the Minnesota Auto Dealers Association against the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency for its illegal adoption of the California car rules, which will force less desirable electric vehicles on Minnesota's auto dealers and through them on Minnesotans. We previously covered this issue on Minnesota Law Weekly, and we've got an update. On August 19th, the same day we filed our brief to the Court of Appeals, the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency, through their attorneys in the Attorney General's office, filed a motion to dismiss our appeal, claiming that the Auto Dealers Association does not have what is known as standing to sue, basically because they claim that the auto dealers who are being forced to buy electric cars because of the rules somehow won't be hurt. We responded on August 26th and showed the court how weak their arguments were, especially given that California has already proposed new rules that will automatically change Minnesota's. The MPCA and the Attorney General's arguments were particularly weak, and the Court of Appeals formally rejected them in an order on September 20th. This is now the second time this year that the Court of Appeals has rejected an overzealous attempt by the Attorney General's Office to use motion practice in the Court of Appeals 
which is designed there to deal with technical issues with cases and requests by counsel for extensions and the like as a way to attack the full cases themselves on the merits. The court noted that the motion was trying to do exactly that and that it would not entertain it. Frankly, if the Attorney General's office keeps engaging in this unfair practice designed to needlessly add burden to citizens and interest groups legitimately challenging administrative rules, we believe that the court should sanction the attorneys and deter this conduct from repeating. In other news, we at the Upper Midwest Law Center have a busy fall ahead of us. On October 3rd of this year, I will be arguing in the Minnesota Supreme Court that Governor Walz's termination of the Minnesota mask mandate in May 2021 does not prevent the courts from telling him that what he did was illegal. The problem for Governor Walz is that he cannot argue that this case is over and escape judgment on the legality of the mask order while refusing to agree that he won't do it again. So we will ask the Supreme Court to hold that the case can proceed and his actions can finally be judged by a court of law to be illegal. And then on November 28th, I will be alongside Attorney Greg Joseph in the Supreme Court again to argue that the city of Bloomington should have allowed a ballot question to repeal ranked choice voting to be presented to voters this year. Well, that's it for this week on Minnesota Law Weekly. You can learn more about the Upper Midwest Law Center's many cases by visiting umlc.org. And you can also make a confidential tax-deductible donation on our website or by sending us a check. We are a donor-supported, pro bono, nonprofit, charging no fees to our clients, so we need your help to pursue all our cases. Thank you, and we'll see you next week.